sunshines! Welcome to What You're Reading, a bookish podcast where every other week I share what I've been reading, interview authors, and further my never-ending quest to discover more queer own voices in the media. I'm Mallory, also known as Mallory of Sunshine here on the interwebs, and today join me as I welcome my friend Jordan from Jordan Denae and the Satorial Geek as we talk about books that we've loved from childhood, her relationship with books, graphic novels that she loves and has been reading, and she totally blows my mind by cluing me in to a little app most of you probably already know about called Webtoons. Hi, Jordan. Hi, how are you? I'm, I feel like that's my line. I'm <laughs> I am also great. So perfect. Hooray. Welcome to my little tiny podcast that's just getting started. I'm so happy that you said yes. You're my first guest. I am so excited about this. I love your podcast so far also. Oh, gee, thanks. You're welcome. Um, it's been fun. It's challenging in different ways than video, but also easier in different ways than video. So to me, it's nice. all easier than video. <laughs> so props to you for being not yeah. terrified of having your <laughs> face on screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, one day. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people who know me probably also know you, but just in case they don't, do you want to like say who you are and a little bit about what you do or how we came into each other's orbit or anything like that? Yeah. So I run Jordan Denae, which is a subtly geeky clothing and apparel company brand, which is actually becoming way more bookish, which is perfect. Um, And I also am the co-editor along with my friend Liz Crowder Sirota for the Sartorial Geek, which is like the media offshoot of Jordan and Danae. I mean, I guess now it's sort of its own thing. So it's like a nerdy content, a blog, a podcast, a quarterly magazine, panels and events and all kinds of things. And so we know each other from all of that. I mean, I think you're pretty involved <laughs> in like all, all parts. We do conventions together. You are so lovely to run the ambassador program at Jordan Denae and have done magazine articles and podcast interviews and helped brainstorm all kinds of things. Yeah, well, and that's kind of why not only are you a friend and it's like uh, an easy first interview because you go <laughs> easy on me, but also that's kind of why I wanted to have you on the podcast because this podcast is definitely like book related and book is related. And so much of what you do is becoming nerd adjacent to books specifically, like, like you mentioned, the tutorial geek, and that's, you know, that's all media and content related, which, you know, you can listen to with the podcast, you can read with the magazine. But then you mentioned all the bookish collections, which Mm -hmm. I mean, I am super biased towards with Jordan Denae. And uh, I mean, I think your customers are also becoming super excited about all the partnerships that you've had. I mean, some seriously big and impressive ones like the Schwab and Mackenzie Lee, like these are big players in the book and YA sphere. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's it has been really fun to have a company that is like inspired by nerd culture, but it's also sort of a fine line to be like a fan and making fan merch, but also not like overstepping legally what you can do. Um, And so, yes, so authors and publishers and books 
are a really fun thing that exists in the same space, but are honestly way more accessible and way less terrifying. Um, so in a way that like as a business owner, I don't necessarily want to like sit in a pantsuit and go over contracts with like teams of lawyers and get audited and do all of that stuff to do license collections with like <laughs> the man, uh, you know, oh, with Disney. Sound like fun though? Come on. Oh gosh. There was, there was definitely a moment where I was like, I have to make a decision if that's what I'm going to do or not. And thank God I got connected with publishers and authors instead. And I was like, okay, this is a version of this I can do. Like when I meet with authors, normally it's like super casual in like their hotel room if they're in New York for a convention or at a bar. Actually, most of the meetings that I've had have been at a bar, which is like way more uh, up my alley (laughs) than like in a conference room. (laughs) Yeah. And then for me, the collab part is more fun because it isn't like there are still rules and things to follow, but it's way more collaborative in my experience. And it's way more of like a relationship that I can like actually have with all the authors and agents and publishers that I've worked with, um, which is again, just like so much more my speed. And it's been really cool to work with. Yeah. Like you said, like Victoria Schwab and Mackenzie Lee and Sarah McLean and Ash, like everything has been the coolest. Yeah. And I think, you know, the intimidation factor of like these giant corporations and all their millions of lawyers that they have and all the contracts is so intimidating. And I think you hit something on something really interesting that a lot of people probably don't know about authors, which is similar to small business owners. Like you're playing in a sphere that's actually way more similar than probably a lot of people assume, because I think people assume that authors, like once you're published, it's this glamorous life and you have this team of people who are, you know, dressing you and making your book tour happen and all these things. But really it's not, it's a lot of times there's still them and maybe they have a publisher or maybe, maybe they have an agent, but a lot of them don't even have agents. So that's interesting that you bring that up because I guess I'm kind of realizing in this moment how similar a sphere you're playing in. Yeah, I definitely didn't think that at first. Like everything, everything about publishing also is so foreign to me. Like it's becoming less so, but especially when I started, I've never worked in publishing or I didn't really have a lot of friends in that industry. So it does sort of seem like, you know, when you're talking to like a New York Times bestseller, you're like, oh, there, there's no way we could relate at all. And then when we- they're in like a whole other league. Totally. And then we, it's been funny a couple times we've sort of gone into meetings, I think kind of thinking that about each other, like sort of trying to like impress each other. And then we're like, oh wait, no, we're just, we're all just people. (laughs) Let's just relax. Yeah, totally. Um, And I am sure, I'm sure that I am exceptionally lucky that all of the authors I've worked with have been incredible. I I feel, I feel really thankful for that. I feel like authors are kind of like most nerds though. Like most authors, most nerds are pretty awesome. Like, yeah, that's true. 
you know, trolls. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna be a fangirl for a second and say that's definitely that was my perception of you when I first like <laughs> met you or came into your orbit. I was like, oh my god, Jordan noticed me. Like she knows I exist. And then slowly so really hear that. Just, like, <laughs> kept lifting the curtain a little more, and I was like, oh man, now I'm a little bit behind the curtain. This is so. I mean, I'm tickled every single time I'm doing something with you or for you, I'm just like, I remember when, and <laughs> years, I still admire so you and look up to funny you so to hear that every time. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it though. That's lovely of you. And I am just the most normal person in the world. <laughs> but well, that's yes. so kind. I mean, I know that now, but also, <laughs> I'm still, you've accomplished a lot and then don't, I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into just like a, oh my, this is something that I love actually about women entrepreneurs though, is that a lot of times I feel like it's a love fest back and forth and like, I'm here for it. Like I will listen to 45 minutes of just two women on a podcast, just like hyping each other up. Um, so and I, I again, feel very, very lucky that so many things, like this isn't the first time I've said this, but I don't think. I would have done what I'm doing for even even a year or two if that hadn't been the case. Like the fact that so many of the projects that I work on are such like supportive, positive feedback loops are basically the only reason that they're possible. Like not that things aren't yeah. hard, but you know, when I'm doing oh, you're my in podcast, it, you're not in it alone. yeah, like the if the interviews were hard, I wouldn't do them. <laughs> or like if you know, if putting the magazine was was every like person we worked with was like a fight, or you know what I mean. Like everything yeah. has just been amazing, and this community I feel like is so supportive and great, and that's why. I can stay in it, which is awesome. And not go crazy and be sad. Yeah, totally. I feel, I feel again, super lucky for that. That's awesome. Well, okay. So we took a little bit of a detour getting here, but I mean, we talked about books some already. We talked about your relationship with, you know, honestly kind of the bookish community, the author side of things, the being a part of the community in the sense that you have a business that creates a product for the community, which is really cool. But I want to hear a little bit more about Jordan and what Jordan likes to read. And when we were talking a little bit about like, what could the topic be? I mean, I'm coming out of a two year reading drought. Like, I mean, maybe I read three books last year, maybe. And I know that, you know, long form novels aren't necessarily your jam, but something that we both share a love for is comics and graphic novels. So yeah. I really wanted to get your take on what are some of the graphic novels? And we can talk about web comics too, because I've not read one in a long time and I know you're just starting to get into them. But what are some of the graphic novels that you've read and you've loved? And maybe we can just chat about some of those. Yeah, um, I I do genuinely love reading. Like I was a little homeschooled kid. And oh, so- yeah. Why yeah. do you always forget this about us? I know, books were like my <laughs> friend. Like I had, I had siblings, so I wasn't alone, but I read all the time. And I read fantasy novels and I read, I read everything. And then I think being in school, like middle school, high school, college. Yeah. I didn't have time to read for fun. And then when I moved to New York a little bit, I had, um, I had a kind of long commute, so I would still read. And then when I started working full-time for myself, I basically stopped. So your two year book drought, I'm probably at like a six or seven year 
pretty light reading um so a book has to be like either very like personally special to me like we met Britta London together and we're all kind of joking about how I don't read and I was like well now I have to read your book I'm gonna see you in a couple months um but comics graphic novels are my solve for that because you can read one in like an hour or an hour and a half. Um, totally. Which is so much more accessible for I me. I love that. But also, do you ever feel a little guilty when you just like breeze through one? And yes. you're like, wow, I just, that was, did I take time with that? Should I have taken more time and, you know, gone over the pages with a fine tooth comb? Yeah, especially when they're random, beautiful, because yes. then you're like, I didn't fully appreciate how amazing <laughs> the art was. But the thing that's great, if it's a book like that, you can read it again, which is yeah. cool. I've definitely reread, especially because I don't really do single issue comics. I just like, I just can't. I kind of, I never got into them. So I decided that was a good way to be and to just pick up like the full graphic novels for my brain that just works better for me. But it's great because then sometimes when a new volume comes out, I can go back and catch up or like refresh myself. I think that image comics have been my like, go to, especially because I really like some of the stories from like the, um, the, the publishers that have been around longer. Like I've gotten into Batgirl, um, and some of that stuff, but image is really nice because you, you can start at the beginning every time. And it isn't like 70 years ago, (laughs) which is like, really great because yes, sometimes that. <laughs> yeah if you don't have a guide which thankfully there's so many resources online or you know I'm lucky to have a ton of nerdy friends that will help me piece things together yeah. but it is kind of nice to just like know you're starting at the beginning and not really have to like worry that you're missing crossover issues or like that you need the backstory of different characters um, yeah, and then like what's canon and not anymore, and there's yeah. that whole shenanigans. Yeah, totally. So I think I mean Wiktiv was the very first comic that I got into, and I think it deserves that place. It's beautiful, <laughs> and and I, it's over now, but I know it's gorgeous. I know. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sitting here, so that's like number one comic I still need to read like I haven't even picked it up yet even after the party can you believe it (laughs) (laughs) it's it's great though like that's what's that's what's I don't know that's something that's so nice like you totally can still pick it up like you're not you still get to enjoy that for the first time which is very cool no absolutely um what other I mean image comics has done a lot right did they they did sex criminals yeah sex criminals um bitch planet which is one of my other like that one is for me like I love 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 bitch planet they also are doing one of the creators of wiktiv is doing die now which is sort of like or it's called die it's out now um it's sort of like a jumanji D&D type thing where like it's like a it's it's a type of D or role-playing game that you the the characters go into the world in a Jumanji-esque way. Um, and it's really, really good. Yeah. That's, I mean, that sounds really relevant and really interesting. Yeah. Um, especially to those of our generation. <laughs> totally. And it's, that's pretty mm. new. So it's really easy to jump into that. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Image also that did Motor Crush. Do you know that one? 
Oh, no, I don't. It's Babs <coughs> Tarr, who was, is an artist of one of the back girls. Okay. Yeah. I, again, because like DC is so huge. I know it's a specific, a specific Batgirl that I don't know which one it is, um, but she's great. And it's a really cool, like feminist, queer motorcycle gang story, which is that really awesome. Read that. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. And the fashion is all really cool. Brendan, Fe- Brendan Fletcher works on that too. Um, and then Boom Studios also has fun stuff like lumber jeans, which yes. I wish I had when I was a child. It's still oh great gosh. now, but right? I would have loved that. I buy it for my nieces Aww. for every new issue or every yeah new volume. I love it so That's much. Awesome. Did Boom also do Rat Queens or am I, I thinking think of so. some? I don't um, know who did Rat Queens, but. I think they also did Giant Days. Have you read that? Oh, yes. Not all of it, but yes. Yeah, I'm I'm behind in most. Is Giant Days the college one? Yeah, it's like yes. I think it I think it's in the UK, um, and it's yes. like college kids and so wonderful, so good. It feels yeah, really I, nostalgic too, <laughs> like to your this, college days. Yeah, not that. Like, yeah, because college has been it's a while ago now. Like that was yeah. like a past life, um, or old. which was fun. Sure are. I'm older than you. <laughs> Bummer, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that is a good point. Oh, man. I To your point about being behind in everything, though, I mean, same. And I feel like when you read comics in graphic novel form, that is just sort of the world that you live in. Because if you're not reading the issues as they come out, then if it even comes out in issues, because yeah. honestly, some comics don't, then you're just waiting for the giant collection of graphic novels to come out before you can catch up. Right? Yeah, and I feel I'm conflicted because I know from friends who work in comics that like sales of the single issues is how they keep going. Yeah, so like I think that's really important. So oh, I am a little man. bit conflicted about not doing that. But I try, I know this isn't the same at all, but I try to like support the creators like Patreons or or things like that. Um, if I can do that instead, but yeah, that's interesting though. Like I sort of, I don't know the analogy. I'm like the analogy and metaphor girl, but it would just popped into my head is like, I guess that's akin to maybe waiting for a show to stream before you watch it. Right. Yeah, like if you're not totally. in, then they don't have their Nielsen ratings. So they might get canceled and then you'll never get to stream it. I Whereas, know. Yeah. That's challenging. Um, it is. but where do you, I don't know, I guess the other thing is where do you put all the comics? Where like if I have a graphic novel, I've got like a couple shelves dedicated to graphic novels. Oh man, we're going to need somebody to give us some tips on uh, <laughs> on storage here or like, I guess you could buy the digital version. Maybe that's a solution. Yeah, I think, I and it, I think there are also, I mean, I guess this is sort of dipping into like web comics territory but I think yeah a lot of them do have like you can subscribe to like I know Marvel has I don't remember what it's called but I know Marvel has a yeah a reader um I'm Mm -hmm. assuming a lot of the bigger publishers have that now or they probably do is comiXology a bunch of 
different ones? Yeah, that's a thing. That's an app, right? I think so. I I thought that I didn't really like reading comics digitally because I've looked at some of those apps before, even on my iPad, and it's still... I like reading books on Kindle, but something about comics, um, like I like being able to see the full spread when they have, because so many pages do really cool things with art, which is why when I heard about Webtoons, I was sort of like, that's not for me. And I was so wrong (laughs) about that. (laughs) Okay. So I think... I think you may have entered at the like ultimate there, like there, you can't go any higher as far as webcomic options go. Like, cause you I know. stumbled on lore, right? So lore was, is your first webcomic. Uh, yes. And it not like, to belittle all there? other ones, but <laughs> yeah, it's been so, um, Robin Warren, who is Geek Girl Strong online, yes. uh, her Love and her. I, <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she did it first, and so we both within a and you know she told me within a couple days we both like realized how amazing the Webtoons app is, read all of lore, and then we're like, oh no, what do we do? <laughs> there we're out of these, and we started at like with the best one. Now what do we do? No, this is so crazy. Yeah, so lore I feel like it's really hitting its stride like I heard about it last year sometime and I was like oh my god this art is gorgeous I want like this to be all over my body and like I don't know absolutely so gorgeous but now it's everywhere and I still haven't read more than like the first couple of chapters of it I don't know how that's so great though I've been trying to not read to the end I have like 20 left and I'm trying not to read them <laughs> super what's your, fast. What's your like approach? Are you just saying, okay, through every day you can read one page? Well, I'm saving it for when I feel like I really need, when I really need oh. it. So, so yeah. webtoons. Okay. So this I, is an app. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? Yeah. So I, I, I don't have this app. Okay. I have heard of webtoons. Like I've known about this I've known about them for at least like two years. They're at a lot of cons and at some of the cons, they've been like huge sponsors. Um, And so I've seen them everywhere. And I know like Katie Cook has one and I've seen more like I... I've, people are talking about this and I was, you know, I already decided that I didn't like reading comics digitally. Um, so I was like, yeah. that's like not for me. What I didn't realize, the app of Webtoons, I've never, I've never read it any other way. Um, I've like been to the website, but just to kind of browse, I've never read them on my laptop. But what's amazing is that the comics are like specifically formatted to be super, super readable on mobile like you just scroll down panel by panel so everything you don't have to zoom in you can read everything a lot of the art like blends really beautifully vertically I guess yeah so you just like scroll with your thumb and go down the story and it is amazing Um, okay 
which is also yeah. I literally found this out a week and a half ago. So I was too. And I'm like an evangelist now, especially because I like reading comics, but they're big. And so depending on like what kind of bag I'm carrying or how, you know, where I'm going, I don't always have a comic accessible, but this is so great because it's on your phone. It picks up right where you left off. The chapters are nice and short. So, you know, if I'm taking a subway ride, I can just like have my phone and read multiple issues or chapters or whatever they're called. And it's great. It's the best. I love that. Thing. Yeah. And you can download them. So if you don't have service or you want to download them on Wi-Fi, you can do that. I think they all come out weekly or they tend to come out weekly. So you can have notifications that let you know when your favorite, like you can subscribe. It's incredible. It's a completely different mobile comics reading experience than I even knew existed. That's pretty amazing. I'm going to have, I mean, clearly I just downloaded it. So I'll have to check that out. Cause yeah, I've only, I've only ever read web comics like on the web, which sounds so dorky. No, but but totally. I was really like skeptical. And Robin was like, no, look at my phone and scroll down. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's free. Um, as far as I know, I haven't, again, I've only been in this world for like a week and a half, but so far it seems like everything or most things are free. And also if you're into this, it seems like the community is pretty active too. Like, on each chapter, it's probably the same on the web, but on each chapter, you can like favorite it and you can comment and you can have oh, conversations. Yeah. I don't actually know if that is the case because on, I mean, Laura, she just hosts that on her own, I think on her own website. Um, I thought maybe not, maybe it's been on Webtoons this whole time and I didn't even know it. Oh my God, my mind is blown. Well, I just Googled it and it has yeah. it's just on the web. Holy I Pluto. think there are some, what the and heck? again, an expert will know more about this than me, but it also seems like there no, are, the expert now. well, there are like <laughs> Webtoons like sponsored um, or created or like, it seems like some of the comics are, are Webtoons being like, you know, we love and trust these comics and, and these are ours. And I think that's what not Webtoons doesn't own them, but they're like, it seems like there are maybe a couple different categories or like something like that, because I think you can still like creators can still upload their own also. But I think that there are some that are like in a different tier in some kind of way that I don't totally know. At the very least, maybe sponsored or not sponsored, but featured by. Yeah, something like that. So uh, some of them, it seems like they were hosted somewhere else and then have come to Webtoons. um, Yeah. Which is great. That is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, my mind is now officially blown. I, <laughs> I'm i going to be very easily reading these things now. Um, There's another funny? one, too, that I think you'll love. So I've yes. been on the hunt for <laughs> different it. things to read <laughs> after Laura Olympus. Um, so there is one that... I just I just started and finished reading because I like read everything immediately. It's called Bad Signs and it is it's set up I guess it's yeah, it's um it's kind of like well, so it's a it's a group of twelve people who are going to be on a reality show and then they immediately crash on like a deserted island. 
but each of the people are a different zodiac sign. So each of the characters, what? yeah, each of the characters is like a really extreme version of whatever their sign is. And so it's these 12 strangers who are like trying to figure out how to get rescued or like get back to uh, the, the reality show that they're supposed to be on. But yeah, but they're all also acting like very extreme versions of their, you know, their, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. That is the one that I've been, yeah, it's really great. I just blew through that in like two days. Okay. Um, well, yeah, adding that to my list, it's wanting me to, I can't multitask, and, but I'm like trying to add things in this app that I now just downloaded and it's like, make an account. And I don't know if I have an account. I don't know. There were a ton that I was like, okay, I need to go back in. I need to do a serious perusal. Yeah. Um, and um, I have, because I've just gotten into this, I've been asking for recommendations. So if anyone also is uh, interested over at the Sartorial Geek, we're putting together lists of great webtoons comics to start with, basically because okay. I I just want it. <laughs> so I've been making, I've been taking yep. everyone's recommendations <laughs> and putting them together. So if you also are just learning about this, welcome. It's wonderful over here. And yeah, no, this is so great. So, like, I mean, back to this, like, we were both homeschool kids thing. Um, one of my hobbies as a child was role playing online. I spent a lot of time in in the internet. Maybe I will say instead of on the internet. Yeah. Um, and back, I was trying to find it before we recorded this podcast because I was like, well, the internet never forgets. It's got to still exist. <laughs> but there was this web comic that I read back. I mean, I must have been at the oldest sixteen, and it was like it was a manga and it was these this world where everybody i think it was called puzzles or something because everybody had like a puzzle piece either it was like a necklace they were born with maybe it was oh, called patches cool. Ooh, patches sounds more right but the idea is that like everybody has another person that their patch matches and that's how they're supposed to like fall in love or like know it's their person and it's these two people that you follow that neither of them have met their match they don't think one exists so they're just like these lone patches and kind of a a romance blooms between them and um I was trying to find it I'm gonna have to do another search now that we're done recording because patches just came to me out of nowhere um but like that's the type of webcomic world that I'm used to thinking of webcomics in so this I mean I didn't realize, I mean, I didn't even realize Laura was on Webtoons. So this is, this is what we're working with here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a noob to the subscription-based webcomic world. Yeah, <laughs> and I... And I, I navigate it. <laughs> it's, I will say, I mean, again, like I sound like an evangelist for it, but it's so, I have to give this, this brand props for being like so easy to navigate. Um, yeah. Because I... I really have only known about it for like a week and a half and I already have like a list of favorites and it's also a cool thing. I, because what I do is sort of in like every fandom, I can't be. So I just kind of decide the ones that I'm not a part of and I'm fine with that and I kind of ignore the conversations that happen around it. And now Uh that, now Uh that I have this Everyone is like, oh, thank God you're finally here with us. Like, let me tell you all my favorites. <laughs> so there really is a huge world of people reading these. So yeah, if you're, you know, if you're new to it yeah. also, 
there That's are so a cool. lot of people who caught on way before me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's and there probably be people cool. after you too. Yeah, and it's also kind of amazing. Again, I've only read a, a, a few so far, but it seems pretty personal because it is a weekly thing. And so yeah. sometimes the creators, like I was the one I was just talking about, Bad Signs, I was slipping through and one of them, it one of the weeks was like, I, I got a new pet and they got sick. So this is like an FAQ thing instead. But like, here's a little comic of like me and my new pet and here's some behind the scenes. So like it feels accessible in a way where I'm sure they don't all read all the comments or anything, but like they are uploading their story for you every week in a way that is different than someone writing their story and then it going through a publisher and then you get it, you know, months later, which is pretty cool too. Totally. And I I love the idea that based on what you have told me in this conversation and the quick like looking at all the featured images on the app store as I was downloading it gave me that maybe it's sort of like a platform more than anything like yeah. getting like YouTube circa the early days where it's like they're giving artists a place to put their thing into the world and then sure they might like feature or shout out or like give higher you know search results to different comics that maybe are their favorites but ultimately like artists can come on here and not have to self-publish and not have to go find a publisher they can just like they can publish through webtoons and that's so much more approachable for them too yeah i would i I would love i might be making that up but no i would love to to talk to some um actual like comics writers and artists who have worked on it but what it seems like it seems like they're again I might be wrong but it seems like there's something called canvas which I think is connected and Mm -hmm. the thing that you were saying that is sort of like you can just upload like people can upload their own and then I think at some point they take some of those and are like these are our like official ones but the platform is a mix of both which is also really cool um it seems great the app is really beautiful and like easy to use and um there's also because the comics are weekly they're like a calendar of which comics come out on which days so there's like always something new it's it's wonderful I love that Oh man, there's just, there's so much to be plugged into. Uh, When you said, you know, the whole bit about like being in every fandom, you can't be, obviously. I I just had like flashbacks to even television shows. Like someone was asking me, oh, don't you watch this at work the other day? And I was like, no, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I can't watch that show because I already watched these other 17 shows. Uh And like that one just doesn't make the cut. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but. I think that's a really easy way at least that's what I've started saying. So it's not like it's it's kind of like no offense. Like it's not. Right. I'm sure your thing is great. It's I'm not saying I'm no, not interested. Yeah, I just can't watch more things. <laughs> just can't fit right. more content into my brain right now. No. No, totally. Well, okay, you've just blown my mind. And now I'm like all fired up and want to go get someone from Webtoons to talk to. So maybe I'm going to try to do that because I'm really curious. Um, I hope you do. I'll be very excited for that episode. That would be awesome. We'll see. Um, But yeah, that's so great. Well, okay, so you've blown my mind. Now I know that all this time I've really been reading lore. It's been on Webtoons, but there's really an app and that makes it awesome and easy. Um, So easy. 
you are the evangelist of not only <laughs> webtoons, but also so many comics that I feel like I haven't heard of or read. Maybe you told me about Die recently, but I had to write that down on my list and to go look up and that'll be a fun Google search. Um, yeah, yeah, I would <laughs> I would also type in image comics. That will help you <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> And Google's just like, do we need to be worried about you? Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, no. Well, for different reasons. Um, <laughs> so kind of, I mean, this conversation has kind of led us to what are you reading right now? But to kind of like wind down, wrap up our conversation, is there anything that you have like open in your phone or on your bedside table right now that you're reading? Yeah, I am doing... A little bit of everything, which is weird. I am I'm reading Let's Play on Webtoons because I finished the I finished Bad Signs and I'm I'm trying not to finish Lore, um, and it's about uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's about a girl who is a developer um, who is like making different games, and so far it seems really cool, and all the characters are like super nice and badass. And I have also gotten into have gotten into audiobooks and yeah, I yeah, yeah. just heard about Libro FM. Do you know that? No, I don't so think I do. Libro? I had never heard of it. Yeah, Libro.fm. I just used Audible like for my whole time doing audiobooks before this, um, especially because as a podcast listener, Audible is like the sponsor of everything. And when I was talking to (laughs) Mackenzie Lee, because she knows so many amazing things about books and publishing and book culture and everything, she told me about Libro.fm or Libro.fm is it's the exact same thing. It is a platform for listening to audiobooks. And the twist is that when you sign up, you same thing, you get like monthly credits and you yeah. can choose whatever you want from the library, but the money goes to a bookstore of your choice. What? Or it can just go to like bookstore. So mine goes to one in my neighborhood that I've done events at. Or if you don't have like a favorite bookstore, you can just have it go to like bookstores. I can't remember if it's bookstores like in your city or um, yeah. or if you just like kind of let them pick, but it's incredible. And it's the same price and everything is the same. So that's amazing. Yeah, no, she's she's a like she'll tweet about something or like post something on Instagram, and I'm like, how how do you know everything? She about- knows everything. How, yeah. Go yep. follow her at the Mackenzie <laughs> Lee for just all of the great news about books and authors. She has like Instagram story daughter. highlights of recommendations. She's she knows so much and so yeah, great. She knows all the hashtags like. Yeah. Before they're even a hashtag, she's like, oh, by the way, this hashtag is going to happen as soon as I post this. And then yeah. all of a sudden, sure enough, there it is. And you're like, what? The best. And she's just yeah. like a cool person. And anyway, okay, so I, I've been doing that. And yeah. I... Uber.fm. Okay. Yeah. I'm listening to... I watched The Witcher. And not that it's even like the best show ever. I'm just so into it. And so I started listening <laughs> to <laughs> The Witcher books. Um, right. And then... So I the book series first. Yeah, it's translated from Polish, which is yeah. interesting. So just to give you that uh, heads up if you do it. Mm. And then a friend of mine gave me all the 
or five of the Poe Dameron graphic novels. So I've been reading through those. So I'm doing like a zillion different things at once. Yeah. Probably not good for my brain, but that's, and zero actual books, as you can hear from that list. Bookish things. That's the thing. Yeah. My my Goodreads goal for this year is to read 50 books, but I want 12 of them to be like physical books without pictures and the rest can be graphic novels or audiobooks that feels reasonable to me yeah totally I was gonna say we're twinning on goals but we're kind of not I just want to read one physical book a month um, well, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Well, that's sort of the same thing. I mean, it is the same there, thing. But like, I'm just adding in all these extra pictures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which because otherwise yeah. I would just pick only graphic novels, which are great. But I need to sprinkle in some more books too. There's like, oh man, watch out because 2020, 2020 is going to be full of all the books. Yeah, I <laughs> listened to your books. episode about books you're excited about. That was so hard to do. Um, yeah. It was so hard. Yeah. And like, not only was it difficult because I chose January 1st and the site kept crashing, but also yeah. um, because there were just, there's like so many books and that's just the queer ones. I'm like, ah, totally. I don't even know. So yeah, this is why books are a problem is it's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. It's a yeah. great, it's a great problem. But yes, I'm trying not to be that person who has, I have a giant bookshelf that is very full and I would like I to have read more of them. I also, I'm subscribed to Book of the Month Club, which is a super cool thing. I just like have only read yep. one and I've been a member oh, for yeah. a year and a half. So I need to catch up badly. They're all really cool. I love the ones yeah. I picked. I just need to read them. You know, something that we didn't have as children that we do have now is we, okay, we had dial-up, Jordan. Yeah, totally. And then we didn't have dial-up and it was barely not dial-up. And then we had the internet, but like our phones were razors, mm-hmm. flip phones, like mm-hmm. QWERTY keyboards where you played Snake and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't the way that the world is now. And now we have so many distractions. Yeah. Um, so I, I've kind of realized that about reading. Like there's just so many other things I could be doing besides reading where before, like I didn't, it was reading or you just kind of didn't, you know, maybe you hung out with your friends, but yeah. Yeah. And reading is very difficult to multitask with, which I think most of the things I do are done that way. So it's, it's very, unless you're commuting or something, it, it's very intentional. And I think that is like a choice I would like to make more times this year. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) I mean, I'm all for it. I am, I'm in your corner. I believe in you. Now you told me your goals. You've put them on the internet. Probably now it's on this podcast. You can listen back to this at the end of the year and go, I did that thing because you'll have done it. Yeah. I'm trying not to get behind. It's I'm still doing okay so far. (laughs) That's right. It's still January. Yeah, I'm doing all right. You're doing great. Oh, man. All right. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for being on my podcast and talking to me for this long and talking about books and blowing my mind with webtoons and telling me all the things that I should read um, and giving me a lot to put in the show notes. Um, (laughs) Do you 
want to like tell everyone where they can follow you and then hopefully they will. Yes. Yeah. So all of the bookish clothing and accessories and fun things are at jordandanae.com or at NYC on social. And then the Sartorial Geek is the place where like I talk about books that I'm reading. And we also have resource lists there now where I'm doing, I'm putting together one that's actually like comics that are easy to like for beginners to jump into. And I'm also working on a list of favorite webtoons. So if you want to like, yeah, keep up with what we're doing, that is all at Sartorial Geek. Amazing. Yeah, so good. I love it. Thank you again so much for being on this podcast. I think that's the end. And I don't know how to end a podcast when I have guests. So (laughs) I guess we should just say bye. Yeah, that's it. Thank (laughs) you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Bye.